Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Well, hey girls, welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. This is Caroline Hare here, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. And we are so excited about this series that we're doing called Found Free. And we're sharing different stories of freedom each week. And so we are so excited to have a special guest on. Um, His name is Stephen Kraft. Say hi, Stephen. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> um, Stephen, I don't know if you realize this, but you are the second dude to be on the Waves Girls Conference p- podcast ever. <laughs> In honor. I, I love it. I love it so far. It's great. Um, we've had different men come and share at our girls' conferences from from time to time, even in Africa, as well as um, in the States. But one of the things that we love about that is just hearing a different perspective from a guy because so many girls, they pay attention to what guys say. Um, <laughs> they're interested in guys. Sadly, sadly. <laughs> and so we want to hear freedom stories, not only from girls, but from men too. Because I know as a teenage girl, I remember looking back and even as a college age girl and as an adult, I've seen different dudes in, in my past where I've looked at them and I've gone, wow. It's going to take a radical act of God for them to have the breakthrough that they need. Um, I'm on a journey where I have been able to see the goodness of God and see that happen time and time again. And one of the things that I love about Stephen Girls is just that I um, I have been friends with his family for a few years now. And so I've gotten to watch him on a process, <laughs> kind of as, as a friend of afar, but also close family friend. And so um, I remember it was like, and I won't get too much into the story because I think you're going to share a little bit of this, but I was at their house for like a Christmas party or something in the beginning of the year, like in January. And I remember seeing him and he was like, y'all lit on fire for God. And I could just see his countenance even look different. And so I cannot wait for him to dig in. But Stephen, uh, before I tell too much, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so again, I'm Stephen and I'm 29 years old and I live in Destin, uh, kind of near Caroline. And uh, we moved here as a family about four or five years ago. And it's, it's been a great move. We, we love living by the water. Uh, we were kind of landlocked because we grew up in Mississippi. Um, and yeah, there just wasn't much there for us. It was a good time to move. We didn't have any roots uh, per se. And so, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just an average guy. I actually, um, you know, Everyone right now is in a lot of uncertainty, but uh, that's that's where God comes in. He's he's that's like his thing, you know. We're not supposed to have the big picture. We walk by faith, not by sight. And uh, you know, uh, people took a job right now, so that's a big uncertainty. So uh, <laughs> I, will, I will say the uh, the the cool thing about God is He does give you that assurity, that peace, and uh, it's a uh, it's a new thing to me that um, I'm really really loving. Uh, it's, it's amazing. So yeah. That's awesome. Well, I don't know where the girls will be as far as quarantine goes whenever this comes out, but I know right <laughs> okay. now, girls, I will tell y'all. And I mean, 
we record our podcast months out and I'm in quarantine right now. I know Steven is as well. We both have family members with compromised immune systems. And so we're trying to be careful. But one of my favorite things that I've been doing lately is I have been getting in the car and I'm just, I'm a beach junkie, obviously. I have a ministry called Waves, but um, I love getting in my car and putting my dog in the back seat and letting him like stick his head out the window and driving down the coast. Like he loves to stick his little fluffy face out the window and just jam but I like I have some favorite jam out music and just songs that make me feel free whether it's like free in Christ or just free songs in general but like what is your favorite like freedom song well I'm glad you asked because I love worship worship's a big part of who I am and how I got free and uh I wrote down three different things glory of Zion international worship is my new jam like Ooh. it's like big variety of music they've got all kinds of styles I mean awesome. whatever you like they've got and um I also found this other this other band called catch the fire music they're really good yeah, they're they've really good <laughs> they've got a song called who the sun sets free and yeah. I think that was the first song I heard by them um and then last but not least Bethel music uh raise <laughs> Absolutely. I know for me, like I go through these little seasons where I will just like put different uh, songs on repeat, like over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. This week, mine is Maverick City Music and it's um, Free Amen. I have been just like cranking it up and just rocking that song. Um, (laughs) I love their music. Okay, so what area of your life could you say that you have been found free? Like what's your freedom story? My mind, my mind. It all starts mind. It's uh, it's like, uh, it's 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 so awful how the devil can use um your mind to create strongholds, and and of course, if he's got your mind, it's gonna have a stronghold kind of over your body. So both those areas, my mind and my body, have been freed. Um, and uh, you know. I wrote down some some things that I was missing that led to the control of my mind, and it's and it's a lack of daily bread. If you're not getting in the Word and you don't yeah. know the Word, then you don't know really your authority and your sonship or daughter, a daughter, yeah. of God, and you won't have that that authority figure in your in your head as as a son of God. And um, also, you know, it's the ignorance that allows those mental strongholds to be. Yeah. Good ignorance of the word ignorance of who you are and um it's like an enslavement mentality so when you give the devil access to your mind through compromise it just uh it's like a back and forth up there and it's no fun trust me Uh, you don't want to you don't want to do that and i think especially as a believer if you've been baptized it's just a a bigger target for the devil you know just in mess with you if you're living in compromise it's it's not a good idea so I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about how you're like, you physically won't go somewhere that your mind hasn't already gone. Right. And how, if, if the enemy can get a hold of that mindset and put a different mindset on it, on you, it can alter everything in your life. Um, Even if it's just a fearful mindset, it can change everything for you. Whereas our minds are supposed to be submitted to Christ and like to his word. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, what has been your freedom story? Oh, wow. Uh, Well, you know, (laughs) I wasn't even on the same page as this idea that uh, I got in the shower today, but (laughs) I think God wanted me to go back to the furthest I could remember of the devil creeping into my life, and that was uh, porn. 
So <laughs> I know that's that's not a very comfortable subject, and I've well, never even, personally talked. I gotta to tell you, like it's crazy. <sighs> In the last month and a half, I have had there was one week in particular and it was nuts. I feel like the Lord was just like wanting to like pull it to the front and center of my mind and my thoughts. But I had five different girls reach out to me in a 10 day time, all talking to me about this stronghold of porn. And and yeah. And I mean, I'm talking high school, college age girls that they had struggled with pornography for years and years and were too afraid to talk about it. So I am so thankful that you're going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I guess that's the spirit putting it in my mind. Uh, It it was probably the earliest I can remember of of the devil creeping in. And that was in, you know, junior high, probably seventh, eighth grade and something like that. Not, I mean, I, I'm sure there's kids that get into it a lot earlier. But, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that stemmed uh, a cycle of, or not really a cycle, but basically women became the apple of my eye, not God. So, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it perverts the, the, the apple, too, in a way. Absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> you're not, I mean, and, and it's not that I was always chasing girls to have sex, but I did love being around girls and it, and it, it's just, um, anyways, it's, it's <laughs> a subject that's, uh, that needs to be discussed because, um, it's not healthy. It's not, it's not a healthy way to live. Uh, and I can say now, um, I've got a girlfriend and, and we're remaining pure and we've, we've never been happier in our relationship because- God's involved because God blesses the relationship and because um, you're living righteously and, and, in, and through righteous living, you have joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. So how did you go from being um, entrenched in that sort of bondage to breaking free? Uh, it was a process. It was a, it was a long process. And in between the the women and all was a lot of alcohol and a lot of drugs and a lot of music <laughs> and so I, I'm I'm telling you I did it all and it was all stronghold after stronghold after stronghold being built up in my mind and it all revolves around compromise and I and I read in Revelation the other day um you'll you'll like this you know Jane Hammond she yeah. gave me the white stone of overcoming oh, yeah in January I think you were there I was there yeah (laughs) well it wasn't the full revelation of the victory till just the other day where I read it in revelations and that that church that Jesus was having I think John write to Mm -hmm. um was Paragon if Mm -hmm. I'm pronouncing that right sounds right and and that was (laughs) that was all about compromise they never denied Jesus but they compromised their faith through immorality and all sorts of uh sin that that you, you just it lets the devil into your life. Even though you believe in Jesus, you compromise right. your faith. And that's my story. And I'm telling you, once you overcome the compromise in your life and get to a righteous living, uh, that's, that's where you, you find the peace of mind and the joy in Christ and, and all that that he promises is in, in the right living, the, the styles. And uh, so I, I think what I'm trying to get to is I wrote down five different things you can do to get to that. Cool. And worship was, was one of them. Worship is huge with me. Like I mentioned before, and along with that is speaking and declaring the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really worship is doing that in a melody. <laughs> so yeah. 
it is. You get, you, but you got to get into the word itself, like fellowship with God. Right. And so once you're in the Bible, the word is Jesus. Um, so you're fellowshipping with Jesus along with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm sure you're praying to the Father at the same time. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that, that gives you the foundation of you really taking control of your life by speaking it out loud. I'm telling right. you, there's a ton of power in speaking the word out loud. You think about like God, when he created, he spoke. And so our yeah. words create. And so yeah. whenever we speak the word, like I prayed it before we started this podcast, like, but the word does not return void, but it accomplishes exactly what God chooses for it to do. And so like, right. you're so on. Hallelujah. And I, I think the last one was prayer and it's not least by any means. I think prayer <laughs> no. is the most powerful tool we have. And that's one thing I never knew that I was lacking in because I did pray to God, but I didn't pray mm -hmm. the right way. And I didn't pray effectively Yeah. Uh, as, a, as a son of God, you know, with the power that you have in Christ. Um, and, I, and it's funny how I came to learn that. And I hope, am I talking too much? No, it, go for it. Listen, I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like two years ago, I ran into, not ran into my Uber driver. This uh, is the story I was wanting you to tell. This, I'm so excited. Right? This. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he ended up, he wasn't supposed to even be my Uber driver. He was uh, there at AJ's, which is, by the way, girls, a huge club here in town. It's don't go there. Don't uh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been knowing, and um, I confessed, uh, you know, at the end of the car ride, I asked him to pray for me, and I confessed my sins. And you, were you of sober mind at this point? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I didn't I think so. <laughs> I was drunk and, uh, and I was, I was high on cocaine too. So, uh, there is, there's a lot going on. Um, God can I sober think, you up in a minute though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he did. He did. Uh, he's, so this guy is a pastor. He's originally from Africa. And, uh, so he's got that thick African accent, right? <laughs> I don't want to mention his name. Um, he's actually a really good friend of mine. We have, um, a prayer conference every three days now on the phone. Awesome. And this guy, when he prayed for me in the car, he brought the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit down from the roof on top <laughs> of me. I was like pushed to my knees. And it was the most incredible experience because I didn't know the supernatural existed in that way. Yeah. Not anymore, at least. But uh, that shook me and that sent me on a direction to know who this personal God is, who this God is that actually cares about every little intricate detail of your life. And yeah. So that was cool. And that, that, all, that all stemmed from, um, oh, my point was he taught me how to pray. So <laughs> I ended up like maybe a year or two later meeting with him and he he gave me some great lessons on praying like a warrior you know like a yeah. like a real son of god and and that opened up um room for me to kind of boot the devil out of my head per se yeah so that well was you think about jesus like whenever he combated the enemy he used scripture and how to pray scripture like yeah. that was his main weapon of choice and mm -hmm. I just, y'all, I can testify, like whenever I saw Steven, like, I don't, I don't even remember what kind of party it was. It was some like church party, I'm sure, but it was at your family's house. And he comes up to me, y'all. And he's like, you won't believe what happened to me in the Uber car. And he started just like testifying. And I was like, 
oh and i thought i hope this sticks like i hope this like takes root you know but as i've watched um i i've just seen like such a transformation i think it's neat how like god can intervene in a second um whenever you're at your at your point of desperation and saying like okay god like i really need you um, that he can push through any type of mask you put up, whether it be drugs, alcohol, even a fake face, like he can push through it all and get directly to your heart. Um, yeah. So cool. And I do, I do want to say one more thing because, um, it wasn't until two years later that I could see God can free you, but unless you forsake your sin, it, you can still go back to your old sin life. And that, and unfortunately I was dumb enough to do that. Um, so once you're free, girls, forsake the sin, don't go back to don't it. Go back to don't it. be an idiot like me because it, it, it allows the devil to come back in and, and you don't want any part of that. That's, so that's no off problem. of that, just when, when those chains and those sins, um, whenever they try to re-entangle you, um, cause I know for myself, like any time, like I've had something that I've struggled with, even like in relationships, like it's easy to go back to something that's sinful because it's familiar. Like you yeah. don't know how to walk in this new freedom. And so it feels yeah. totally weird. So like right. when you have experienced um, those chains, like how do you respond now versus how you responded then? Um, well, it's, it's like a ferocious focus on Jesus. You know, <laughs> if, like, especially in this time where we're just at the house or whatever, um, I just always have to have like my mind's eye on him, uh, especially like, I don't know. I removed a lot of stuff off my Instagram feed, your eyes, your, your gateways, your eyes, your ears, and, and what you speak. You know, you can actually speak negatively of your life and it'll have an impact on you. Uh, and even but, sometimes music that you listen to is yeah, just- Oh yeah, absolutely. And if you're singing it, you don't even realize like you're coming yeah. to agreement with it. <laughs> well, you know, devil is the, the worship leader of heaven. And so now yeah. he uses the gift of God against you. So- right. Um, Worship's a big deal for sure. I love worship. God, <laughs> not devils. <laughs> how do you break? Um, how do you break those? Um, I would almost say soul ties with things that um, that maybe try to draw you back. Because I know, like for me, whenever I've tried to break free of things, like there were, I usually didn't do it alone. Like yeah. <laughs> I was in company. Yeah. Well, uh, the past pastor uh, I spoke of in the Uber, he helped me break free of a lot of those soul ties uh we prayed you know familiar spirits away uh so any kind of pastor or man of god that's really you know in the word and in the spirit because there's uh you know not every pastor uh may may be able to do that for you but you know <laughs> i'm not, not going to get into that subject but find a good man of god and uh and that's another thing you know you always want to have someone you can call to pray with or pray for or pray for you um it's great to have a system and there's there's uh there's power in uh community and there's power in agreeance over prayer so uh i i think i had some pretty big strongholds because it took like a lot of prayer to get rid of those things (laughs) i don't i don't know (laughs) yeah get out of here yeah but that's pretty awesome, though, because I, I know, like, in the Word, it talks about how there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel, and it, it's yes. like, you want to have 
um, whether, and, and I'm not talking this because sometimes your best friend may be the one that's helping drag you back into that sinful lifestyle. So yeah. we're not necessarily even talking about those people, like maybe a small group leader at church or your youth pastor or your big sister who happens to be into the word or, you know, something like that, or even a parent might be who you reach out to. Yeah. Um, so real quick, like what has been like your newest found joy in this new freedom that you've experienced? Uh, I never imagined I'd have such a hunger for God, like more of God, you know? Yeah. And, and there's never uh, a point in your life where you're going to reach the depth of the sea of his love is what I like yeah. to say. And like his wisdom and, and every revelation you get leads to a new revelation. And it's like a journey to know God and it's <laughs> so exciting. Uh, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart because uh, it goes hand in hand with the supernatural that I didn't think, you know, was relevant in this day and age. But, uh, you know, chasing those supernatural encounters, too, are, are pretty, pretty amazing. And um, so, I, yeah, there's, a, there's just that fire for the, the knowing of God and for him to know you. And, you know, he knows you, but yeah. uh, you want to really develop that relationship and it's and it's an awesome new uh hunger yeah, no, <laughs> and I, yeah and i and i and i uh think hunger is one of the biggest things you can have hunger for god really to seek him in his heart um that's that's a great way to live your life for sure yeah well, and I think that's one of the things that you said, like God, it's like peeling back an onion. There's always more. Like there's just always so much more. Like I know even whenever I get like prophetic dreams or prophetic visions, like a lot of times I feel like it's him like almost painting this scene for me so that I can dive deeper into trying to discover what he's trying to lead me towards or what he's trying to say about a situation or what's coming up. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I love that about him and he knows like how to, um, how to keep you intrigued, but at the same time, like he knows how to get on your level too. Like it's right. so beautiful. Um, how are you helping bring freedom to others as they are found free? Uh, living, uh, righteously living, uh, like Jesus wants you to and speaking, uh, your language changes. Uh, whoever you hang out with, you're going to act like and you're going to speak like. So if you're hanging out with Jesus, you're going to start acting like him and speaking like him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that just comes through, again, getting in the word. And uh, you, you might have to cut some friendships. I'm, I'm just going to say uh, there's there's association. Um, and like I said, spend your time with Jesus and you'll you'll start acting and talking like him. And also, I started a blog uh, out of nowhere. Uh, it was just kind of one of those revelation things where Jane Hammond prophesied over me like five years ago that I was going to have to write or blog or something and <laughs> at, at church one day. And that was, you know, when I was still crazy. So, but at church one day, uh, recently a girl came up and said, are you a writer? Do you, do you like to write? Are you, do you, I think you should write. Yeah. You need to write. It was, there's something <laughs> about writing. <laughs> and, so, and so I went and made a blog. It's called lion of And um, I love that because the line of Judah has been a huge theme with me lately and, and everything I've been downloading from God, you know, it seems like he's uh, just roaring over the earth and kind of shaking everything that can be shook except for, you know, his foundation. It's true. Um, that and uh, I, I post some my Instagram.
come from and that's the line of Judah.life uh, Facebook page. So awesome. Hey. Well, it's so <laughs> funny. Um, back in 2018, our uh, theme for all of our girls' conferences, like in the States and in Africa, was based off of Proverbs 28, 1, where it talks about the righteous are as bold as a lion. And, and it's true, like whenever you know that you're in right standing with God and you know who you are as a son or daughter of God, like you can be bold and you can step out and start the writing or start, you know, living, like being able to say no to things that you normally wouldn't um, and being a representative to your friends and to your family and all yeah. those around you. Um, and that's one of the things, like whenever it talks about in the word about being a living sacrifice to God, like when you're just walking it out, mm -hmm. you are a testimony um, that, that I know that like, if I can see it and I'm a believer, yeah. I'm sure your other friends could see it. Like, yeah. well, <laughs> you know? it's, it's, it's completely different than living faith with compromise. You know, people uh, will see the, 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 the actual light in you once you live by example and, uh, you walk out your faith. I mean, when you move, God moves. I know that for a fact. When you start walking out in faith, he starts walking in towards you. So it's, it's a great, it's a great experience. And, uh, I hope every girl that watches this, you know, gets some encouragement to, yeah. to minimize the compromise and, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that rhymed. I like that. Listen, <laughs> that might go on a quote somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny. I will say, uh, there's a book that I would recommend to any girls. I'll just put this out there. Um, Keith Pace, who he's on our board of directors for Waves. He's awesome. And he's speaking at Waves Destin this year. Um, just as a spiritual dad, he's just full of so much wisdom. But he has been, uh, he shares publicly about his own journey, like in, in pornography and such. But there is a book that he always recommends that's called Eyes of Honor. And it is a great book um, just for girls, for guys, for anybody that's struggling in that department. Um, and like Stephen said, like getting into the word and that worship, man, like I was working here in my sunroom earlier and I just had on upper room music, like just worshiping as I was working on my stuff for, for my job. And so um, I just know that there's so many ways to just let the Lord just surround you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I got like this kind of notion to mention what really set me on fire for God was the, the Holy Spirit, not, not growing up. I always grew up in, in a Methodist church, so I don't even remember them talking about the Holy Spirit. And I know Caroline's at a Methodist church as I'm saying this. I, I just, I don't and I talk about the Holy Spirit. You do. Oh, absolutely. Yes, you do. <laughs> I, I, look, I, I think it was a Mississippi thing. Who knows? Who, who but I want to, I want y'all to know uh, if you don't know much about the Holy Spirit, He is the great revealer, and yeah. uh, He is He He wants to reveal more of Jesus to you and more of God the Father. And so uh, I just started buying books that that I guess I got led to by Him, and it was all teaching me about who He is and and how He's a person and has a personality and want, and is like He's the one right here with you. You know, yeah. Jesus is in heaven with God the Father and the Holy Spirit's right here. So right. I just wanted to mention that like before we cut the whole That's thing. Cause I because he really is. He's the the yeah, yeah. He's, he's the lead and the guide. That's <laughs> he's, yes, yes. <laughs> well, Stephen, we just want to thank you again for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you thank for you. having me. It's been great.
Yeah. And girls, I just want to remind you that we are literally days away from our girls conference tickets coming on sale and they come on sale July 1st. Um, registration opens for that for Destin. So you don't want to miss out on that. Follow us on Instagram at Waves Girls Conference. And we can't wait to see you next time. Join you next time on our podcast. Have a great day, girls. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.